Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television, the CMO Insights Series. I'm your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of Pedowitz Group. Today, I'm honored to have as our guest, Melina Oliveira. She is Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer for 3M, Transportation and Electronics Business Group, also known as TEBG. Uh, Melina has spent over 20 years working at 3M, working in a variety of marketing roles across the world, allowing her to gain valuable international knowledge and a broad view of 3M's business and marketing functions with general management experience. And currently, uh, as an SVP and CMO, she was managing director for 3M Argentina, Chile, and Uruguay. Melina, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome and introduction, Jeff. Excited to be here and to be part of your CMO Insights podcast. Uh, really looking forward to a uh, engaging discussion. I am too. So uh, I am curious, how does um, one, definitely international, you're, you're from Brazil, how does one end up in Minnesota? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great question. I would say Minnesota would not be top of mind for a Brazilian, but I actually <laughs> uh, started my career journey as a, a marketing intern for 3M, actually back in Brazil. And um, and so that that's kind of what ended up you know leading me to Minnesota. I, I ended up falling in love with the company and right in the beginning of my career, there was an opportunity to move to what was supposed to be a six months assignment, which I guess has been the longest six months of my life because I moved to, to Minnesota again early in my career back in uh, 2000, end of 2001. And uh, since then have been actually here and a little bit around the globe as well with 3M. So that's what led me to, to Minnesota. Did you bring a little bit of that sunshine with you from South America? I tried, I tried. Actually, right. you know, it hasn't been bad here. And the summer here in Minnesota is wonderful, wonderful. That's oh. great. So. Working uh, in Transportation Electronics Business Group, I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes to digital to your business and your customers. Mm-hmm. Um, how does 3M take a customer first approach in, the, in these changing times and through those digital channels? Yeah, so, so first of all, yes, we've seen a tremendous change correct, over the last few years. Uh, of course, you know, technology transformation, digital is transforming every scene at a great speed. And uh, it's interesting because all the pandemic, you know, um, created a lot of challenge for all of us, correct? Uh, um, personally and professionally and for the corporations. I would say in, in some instance, I do see that the pandemic, you know, even specifically for 3M, it did help us accelerate even further on the B2B side, that shift to become much more of a digital first. Um, so that has been quite interesting for us. But in terms of the customer first, of course, being customer first for us mean uh, that, you know, that we are really close to our customers, correct? That we we understand what our customer needs are. And most importantly, that we're going to be meeting with our customers where they are in their customer journey, correct? It's all about that where, the how, and the what, and not, you know, what we want. I would say in the past, uh, marketers used to, you know, uh, create experiences, you know, uh, to the customers. Uh, now we need to make sure that we are meeting the customers and taking that experience that, you know, is going to really, you know, meet their needs and their path to purpose. Uh, and I would say, you know, for us, you know, 3M, you know, um, when we think about the experience is not necessarily defined only about what we offer to the customers, but how well we're going to be enabling our customers to achieve the outcomes that are most important to them. Because a lot of times, if you think about it, uh, when we think about that, you know, path to purpose, sometimes, you know, customers are coming to us, not necessarily to to buy, to acquire our solutions, but to look for help, to look for education. 
So that's why important for us to really be meeting our customers, you know, where they are in their journey. And I would say, um, oh, go ahead. You have a question, Jeff? Oh, I was just going to piggyback on that, Melina, because I, I was just thinking, you know, 3M makes thousands of products. And uh, with disruptions to supply chain, changing buyer patterns, people don't go into the stores as much. As a CMO, what are you doing to build brand affinity in a digital world? I mean, yeah. and, and then uniting that back to the master brand. Yeah, that, that that's that's great because that's something that we are doing a lot, you know, nowadays when we talk about that customer first, you know, like thinking about the mostly the B2B side of 3M, you know, traditionally, you know, we were really focused on having that in-person, in-person kind of meetings and experience, you know, to support our customers because it's a it's a technical, it's packing business. Uh, but now, you know, through the pandemic, that helped accelerate that shift that we were trying to do to digital. So we are not trying to replace some of those traditional experiences that are still truly valuable, but we are trying to augment that face-to-face -face experience now virtually. So we are doing a lot of things from tools, from supporting our sales organization through visual pro uh, virtual prototypes and visual to really help, you know, create tailored content to meet our customers where they are. So hopefully when they're looking for awareness, when they're looking for education, whatever it is that they're looking for, they can come, you know, to 3M and they can, you know, find that solution their own. They can be, you know, self-sufficient to identify what is the best solution to help them with, you know, whatever critical challenges that they're trying to address. So a lot of focus on, you know, uh, remote selling, virtual events, you know, really digital touch points, so we can remain on building those relationships even from uh, from afar. Correct. We don't have to be necessarily physically, uh, you know, in close in person with our customers to build and increase our relationships. I think there's a lot of ways to now be uh, customer centric, uh, not only in physical ways, but in digital ways. So are you doing anything around virtual reality or digital immersive experiences? Yeah, we are starting to explore some of that. Actually, we had just had a great event recently in Europe where we had, you know, uh, the first launch of what we call a 3M home. So besides bringing uh, kind of, you know, uh, in-person experience so we can showcase some of our products and have that, you know, in-person contact with our customers, uh, we had, you know, a little bit of a virtual reality experience. So customers, you know, by putting, you know, the, um, the, um, the Oculus lens, they could really visualize some of the technologies and capabilities and feel like an immersive experience and transport themselves to to imagine, you know, an innovation center to kind of visualize, you know, tools and products being utilized in certain surfaces or in certain, you know, applications. So that's something that we are trying um, to to bring into into the mix of touch points that we do with customers. So we are trying to build some of that virtual and augmented reality. So there is a lot of effort around the company. I think we are in the beginning of the journey and we still have a lot to do, but we are leveraging certainly some of the technology, um, you know, as part of our mix uh, of engagement uh, options. Uh, how is 3M using AI to help make data-driven decisions and inform you about product direction? Yeah, so there's a lot of efforts on, on big data and analytics. And, you know, across the company, you know, we know that it's critical, you know, getting, you know, customer insights is key. And, you know, there's a lot of data nowadays and we can learn a lot and being close to our customers without sometimes even talking, correct, about their purchasing patterns, about, you know, cross affinity, about, you know, when and how they like to engage with us. 
Uh, so we are definitely trying to use that to understand, you know, uh, what are the critical touch points? What are the moments that matters? What are the things that we need to improve and do differently? Or, you know, what are additional opportunities that we might uh, be able to tap into uh, just by, you know, distilling uh, the data? So there's a lot of efforts uh, around that in the corporation as well. Have uh, you learned something from data and AI that challenged maybe a previously held assumption or plan and, and had you alter direction? Yes, we had, you know, done a lot of changes as not only AI, correct, but just in analytics in total. Um, as, you know, we are getting more specific data and touch points, understand the customer needs. We are tweaking, you know, how we are, you know, uh, presenting our content. Uh, we are tweaking how we are, you know, creating that experience and make things more seamless to customers so they can easily find that they're, you know, what looking for and also connecting data points, correct? Because in a lot of cases, uh, we don't sell direct to customers. We need our distributors. So how can we also make that connection easy? So yes, we are in the beginnings of truly, you know, leveraging that data and changing to drive more meaningful impact. So we we have tweaked uh, plans and we have tweaked things that we're doing already based uh, on uh, data-driven insights. That's, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So you're a global company. You have a lot of products, a lot of competitors and competition is the fields changing all the time. Mm -hmm. How how does 3M approach differentiating itself across all those different lines and at the highest levels? Yeah, so I would say on the brand differentiation nowadays, um, it's key for us to, you know, digital transformation to look for new ways to engage with customers. And as you said, you know, we know that we are in highly competitive markets that we serve. So I think the key differentiation for us, again, is being close and understanding our customers. You know, we do know that we have strong brands uh, that they can impact the customer, you know, experience across all touch points. I would say one of the um, great things of 3M, one of the strengths of 3M is that, you know, we have so many solutions that we are, you know, in a unique position as a provider that we can provide a holistic solution approach. So for example, if you think about one example, uh, we do sell uh, cleaning products in a you know facility, you know cleaning and maintenance during the pandemic time is something critical. And 3M, we have you know a broad set of solutions that can help the customers not only you know to maintain and keep and keep people safe, but to educate these people on how to best do it, how to be more productive, and so on. So um, in order for us to set us as, you know, as a, apart in this you know, crowded and competitive markets is a lot about get, getting customer insights. The other things that we are doing as well is investing in brand health studies so we can truly understand the strength and the relevance of our 3M product brands in the eyes of the customers. So as an example, we have done a study recently with two brands and we gain you know, um, some key takeaways about you know, what are valuable you know, um, uh, categories and space for our customers. What are the things that they need from us? So based on that, now we are taking actions on those, you know, specific takeaways and shifting things on how we engage or on the type of content that we're going to provide or the type of tools that we're going to be uh, also providing to our customers to help them understand the value that can bring to them. So there's a lot of efforts from the team um, in that sense. And then the other point that you mentioned is around the, you know, um, data. So sometimes, you know, we don't necessarily have to go and ask our customers, correct? But we can leverage a lot of the information that already is available, you know, at 3M or even doing, 
you know, share a voice or, you know, um, social listening to understand and gain some of those insights to tailor, you know, how we do it, how we engage and how we connect with our customers. So brands clearly very important. What's your, what's the right balance though, between, I guess, establishing brand and also driving demand? And yeah, and for us, it's a critical balance. Uh, and um, when we look specifically at the transportation electronics, the, you know, TEBG business groups, you know, our main brand is 3M. And, you know, that's a brand, umbrella brand that we can use and have a very, you know, um, um, strength and power and is real really as a quality, solid, innovative brand for our customers. So we try to leverage that instead of, you know, trying to create, you know, many sub brands because, you know, of course, as you're creating sub brands, you have to invest in each. And, you know, and sometimes if you're diluting the effort, that's not going to be as beneficial. So we are trying really to focus on the main brand that is 3M and a few sub brands and then really go deeper on that, you know, uh, driving, you know, demand gen. And when we are driving demand gen, we also try to be really tailored and focused on what are those target customers and markets, because we have solutions that could be sold in multiple markets. But, you know, when a designing engineer, for example, in uh, automotive is looking for that solution, they, they have different needs, different, you know, informations that they're looking for, versus, for example, uh, someone that might be in the electronics business. So as we are setting that apart, it's really important for us when we're looking into the demand generation programs to really understand that aspect, not only from a global perspective, uh, but local perspective. So maybe another example that I give you, when we are trying to you know, create marketing programs, we try to create those in global scale. But then we have you know, areas in local teams that take that and localize, but they need to adapt a little bit to their local reality. As an example, in China, you know, of course, WeChat would be a very relevant tool for us to communicate our customers versus in the US, we might be using a social media platform such as LinkedIn. That's a, it's a very good example. Um, one thing I was thinking about though, in, in between managing demand, managing your brand, I would, 3M is probably challenged by the supply chain issues too now that are happening. So how do you as a CMO continue to build that customer-centric experience when the promise of the brand fulfillment, sometimes these things are out of your control, right, in terms, in terms of supply chain. So what are some of the things that 3M is doing to build and strengthen the customer experience through a challenging supply chain? Yeah, and, and the supply chain situation, it's for all of us, correct, uh, an issue uh, globally at the moment. And I would say what we are doing is really being close to our customers, correct, and to our distributors. So there is frequent communications going on in interactions with our sales reps, with our distributors, with our business managers. Uh, so customers are informed and they understand, you know, the, the challenge that we're facing. And we are trying to prioritize in the best ways that we can uh, to ensure that we can help our customers with their customers. So I would say the, the key element there, um, it is the communication, correct? Uh, so make sure that we're communicating often and frequently um, so we can understand what's happening and uh, when we're gonna be uh, supporting our customers, um, you know, as much as we can timely, of course. That's great, great, great input. Um, shifting gears into talent. I, I know, actually I actually have some really good friends that have been at 3M and they've worked there for years and years and years. I know you've been there a long time. Has 3M been impacted at all by the great resignation and what's happening in the war on talent? Yeah, is, what is the other term that people are using now, the turnover to tsunami? 
Yes, um, another one. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, we we've seen in trees. I would say through the pandemic, what I'm seeing, you know, with my friends outside of 3M, you know, people at 3M in other companies, is that people are um, really taking the time and reassessing right, their life and what they want. Um, so we've seen that, you know, that's leading to changing careers, changing in options, in, in, in values, in priorities. So I think that's leading some of that. So we are seeing some of that impact at 3M. Um, it's, I would say it's it's manageable. I haven't seen a huge impact, but we are seeing some of that turnover. But at the same time, also, uh, we are getting the benefits of also attracting, you know, excellent, you know, new talent for the corporation, which has been exciting. So I'm, I'm specifically, you know, um, my kind of, you know, direct organization is a very specialized, you know, kind of, you know, a marketing and a sales uh, um, effectiveness organization. So those are in general, you know, positions that are really, you know, high demand in the market. When you look at, you know, marketing automation specialists, search, UX and so on, they're in high demand. So we've seen some of that, but I would say we, we you know, we are able to, to manage some of the turnover by, you know, being close to our teams by, you know, making sure there is, you know, career opportunities, there's development opportunities, growth opportunities in general. Uh, but we also being able to attract some, uh, you know, excellent new talent to our team that is, uh, that is really energizing because uh, we want, you know, to continue to build a very diverse and global team. There's a lot of debate, generalist versus specialization. What do you look for when you're building out your global team? Yeah, we, we're trying to get the mesh, you know, what is that, you know, uh, we, we you know, the, one of the things that we talked about is building, you know, the ecosystem around, you know, the customer. So the customer is in the center and the way that we are trying to organize here at 3M is, you know, we need to have the business, the in-depth expertise. So where that's where we have in the business, the product marketers, the segment marketers, mm -hmm. uh, the portfolio marketers and so on. But at the same time, we know that, you know, uh, one size doesn't fit all. So we need that business expertise, but we also need that technical marketing expertise. And then my organization that is kind of the marketing sales center at the center of the BG, we have that technical expertise. And the mesh between the two and how we work together is what makes a difference. So I, I'm really kind of in favor of, you know, not the extremes. I don't like when we do just eight or 80. So just having generalists or just having specialists is not going to work. So we need to find the perfect mesh, the first ecosystem that will help. Uh, so we are really trying to balance in between uh, both sides. Plus we are trying to elevate the entire organization uh, and really drive a lot of training on, you know, to ensure that we're going to be building a more mar modern marketing organization. So the goal is not to have a generalist to know everything about search, social and so on, but they need to know enough to to know the power uh, of those elements as they're driving you know a global marketing program as an as, a, as an example so what makes a successful employee at 3m what are the attributes you need to have i would say um ethics and integrity also uh, comes to my mind uh customer you know a uh, focus customer mindset um agility and i would say um inclusion, correct? Inclusion and collaboration. Now more than ever in the environment that we live uh, and, you know, just think about even how marketing and sales have to work together, you know, cross collaboration, communication, those are key elements. Uh, so I'd say, you know, that customer slash growth mindset, agility, collaboration, and, you know, um, ethics, integrity, those are kind of, you know, 
key elements that you know set uh, employee apart from others. Uh, speaking of inclusion, what are your thoughts? Because you, you are a successful woman, and and you do come from uh, from Latin America, South America. Uh, what are there enough opportunities for for women, minorities, disadvantaged? Um, and if if not, what what are some things that companies can do about it? Yes, I would say um, if I speak first about 3M, uh, 3M is making great strides in that direction. You know, uh, we just reached 100% as example as uh, in US in equal pay. Uh, there is, you know, our inclusion, diversity numbers are increasing quite a bit. We are really trying to focus on building a diverse workforce. Um, and part of that is because, you know, we have a very diverse customer base and our customers are global in nature. So we wouldn't be, you know, doing, we would be doing a disfavor for our customers if we wouldn't have a diverse team, correct? Because we need that diversity of experiences, of mindsets, of styles, and so on. So I think 3M is making a great strides on that. You know, uh, do we still have to continue to advance from, you know, um, from, you know, gender, from race, from everything? Yes, we do. Uh, but I think we have, you know, made great strides, and I, I'm I'm proud of the achievements uh, that we, you know, we have so far. And you know, as you said, you know, I'm a, a woman, I'm a Latin, and I have, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, uh, other examples at 3M of people that were able to succeed and advance in their career uh, with a diverse background, and you know, that's that just gives me more um, more enthusiasm for the future of the company and what we are doing for. The employees and for the workforce. Um, externally, um, I think there is there's a big momentum building. Uh, we are seeing more and more organizations advance in that area, but if there's still uh, a huge gap, a tremendous opportunity, correct? Awesome, that's that's great. So uh, anything keep you awake at night? Oh, many things. <laughs> um, I would say uh, just, you know, how are we going to continue to um, drive uh, growth? And when I say growth, growth for our employees so they can be engaged because I think it's a it's a very um, dynamic environment. And I think this pandemic is creating a lot of stress and anxiety. So how do we keep people engaged, energized? How do we, you know, find a little bit more balance between, you know, uh, life and work, and then how we can continue to uh, drive value and growth for the business. It's it's a highly competitive market, as you know. You know, you mentioned supply chain issues. There's so many things happening externally that is just you know uh, making it a little bit harder uh, for all of us to to really kind of continue to evolve and set apart. And there's so many components that we have to drive now uh, with the customer expectations change so much. Correct with you know. Amazon setting the standards. Um, how can we, you know, move at the speed and velocity that the market, you know, is moving and advancing? So I think that's those are the elements that um, keep me awake at night. Those are a lot of things indeed. So uh, if you were to go back and advise a younger version of yourself, what would you tell her? Don't be afraid of uh, taking your challenge. Um, have a seat at the table, you know, uh, don't avoid to express, you know, your voice or opinion when you really feel that you have uh, something to add. Um, you know, engage with others, be a sponge, learn, you know, there's, you know, things are evolving so much. Uh, uh, ask a lot of questions, be curious. And I would say, again, on, on that learnability, just embrace learning. I think, you know, we, we need to 
to um, continue to learn in our careers um, and just, you know, find a mentor, find a good mentor, find someone that, you know, that inspire you, that can kind of, you know, coach and give some advice. But more than everything, and again, don't be afraid, you know, have a goal um, one step at a time, you know, uh, it's, it's a journey, correct? And maybe the last piece, it's, you know, um, careers are ours to own. There is not only one path uh, and each path can be different. And I think that the most important thing is just find what is your passion. You know, when you find what you're passionate for, it's easy to, to drive impact to make a difference. Excellent advice. Uh, so, Melina, uh, one of the things that 3M's been doing around talent is the Work Your Way program. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Um, so, August of this year, we actually launched the Work Away, uh, Work Your Way, and that's a new 3M model. It, it's really about you know including flexibility, on-site, hybrid, and remote work options, uh, so that we can give you know employees the flexibility to work when, where uh, they work best. Uh, I think this is a great model and this is a, a model, it's really an expansion of the 3M's uh, flexible work model, reflecting really lessons that we learned uh, throughout of the pandemic regarding remote work and employee feedback. I think we learned a lot through the pandemic that remote work can work and work really well. So we think that in mind, kind of, you know, we change how we work um, and we, we now provide that possibility, you know, for workers, non-production employees, to really, you know, um, to have that possibility to embrace that remote virtual work as they please. The model is really founded on trust and it's it's a model that builds on a virtual first mindset and prioritize employees contributions and results and not necessarily where they work. So that's that's a, a major change for 3M and it was really, really well received by the employees. Of course, that right now all of us, we are working remotely uh, due to the pandemic but people um, really feel uh, empowered and energized that, you know, as things go back to normal, whatever is going to be the new normal, they can choose where to work from. If they please to come to the office, of course, for that moment, it matters, uh, but also work from home so they can do a better balance also adapting, you know, their work uh, and personal life. Which is great because I, I know so many companies now are taking the opposite of that. They're mandating people come back into the office and, and they're seeing that's not met so well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, that, that was received really well by employees. I, I'm excited about this and I'm excited for my team to have that possibility. And with the work your way, do you still then provide some structure where you have, let's say, quarterly meetings or things where people can still come together? Yeah, so we call that moments that matters. Um, so there are times when, you know, Let's say we're going to do a workshop. We, we you know we do brainstorming and we feel that there is a value of people coming to the site uh, or, you know, a, a, a critical meeting or even, you know, a team building event, which is critical for us. Then we're going to have the, those moments that matters, but advice to employees in advance so people can plan accordingly, um, you know, in case they need to make, you know, some, you know, personal uh, arrangements uh, to fit that into their schedule. So that's uh, definitely a plan. However, you know, it's important to say that, you know, we do um, have a global model. So as one example, I had a meeting recently uh, with my team and we were able to come together. But my team is not only based in the US, it's based globally. So we did a hybrid between an in-person and virtual a meeting. And we use a tools like Mural and other tools to really make sure that everybody was engaged and feeling on the same playing level field. So the ones that were virtual, they were not feeling that they were left aside. 
So it worked greatly and everybody felt uh, engaged that way. And it was great to have that mix of uh, in-person interactions and virtual interactions. Outstanding. Molina, I'd love to hear some of the additional things that 3M is doing on inclusion. Yeah, so maybe specifically, Jeff, for gender pay equity at 3M, um, you know, I, I mentioned that, you know, we achieved 100% you know, equity pay within the U.S., uh, but I'm also pleased to say that 3M has achieved a pay equity within 90% of our global employees population, and we are continuing to make progress toward uh, pay equity. Uh, and we are really, you know, uh, we seek to ensure employees of different genders are paid uh, for the similar job responsibilities uh, in our practices. Uh, so we are really trying to make sure that, you know, that gender pay equity is going to happen not only in the U.S., but across the globe. Yeah, it really is. I mean, because we've seen just a lot of companies that are not doing that. Yes. <laughs> and that yeah. Really yeah. yeah, but yeah. perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much for the flexibility. No problem.